What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm your co-host for today, Simon Villanos. And I'm your other co-host, Cody Stafford. And you know what? It's been a really long time since we've had another kind of live episode. We've been popping off with these interviews lately, as we should, because we do have a bunch of Class of 21 seniors out here. And so, you know, this week we're going to take a little bit of a break and do another uh, girls episode here. And so on this episode 37, we're going to talk about three Newsome players who are the Florida State champions. I think 2A, I want to say. I don't know. <laughs> Cody, feel free to um, correct me there. But I'm pretty sure it's the two-way Florida State champions. And so we got three fantastic players there. And then we have another standout player who has been going viral um, all over the internet. Um, she has like over 50K. I want to say she has over 50K followers on Instagram. And I don't know. It's wild. But she's been going off. She's been doing her thing. And we're going to break down her game and, you know, just talk about why she's so electrifying. But we're going to save her for the last. And we're going to talk about some of these newsome players, starting with Kayla Ludwig. She's a receiver, cornerback, and backup quarterback, obviously, to Devin Silvestri over at Newsom High School. And I want to say she's a sophomore, so class of 23. So let's go ahead and get this thing started and talk about the positives here. Um, Cody, I'm not going to take too many of them. I'm just going to talk about the things that really stood out to me personally. But number one, she's just a great athlete. She's a mismatch, a nightmare out there. There aren't really a lot of corners, in my opinion, who could cover her, not only in Florida, but in the country. She's just so quick and agile. Like, honestly, it's never a bad idea getting the ball in her hands because she could probably do a bit more damage. Uh, Whether she's getting it on a short route or going deep, she makes it happen. She's a home run hitter. On this offense for Newsom High School, I, I really thought about this, Cody. I, I really did. But Devin Silvestri is like the Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Kayla Ludwig here is like her Tyree kill. You know, she does it all. She's a speedy receiver that, you know, actually led this team in receiving yards and touchdowns. She had over 1,000 receiving yards and 16 touchdowns in about 20 games played, I want to say, for Newsom. And, you know, really emerged as that number one target for Devin as the season went on. She's also won multiple, I want to say, player of the week type of stuff and you know all conference this and that and she's just a great athlete all together you know um offensively she's a total weapon defensively look it's never a bad thing to have a corner who's super fast with great acceleration she's honestly somebody who could probably get a couple more interceptions if she baited them because she does have really good speed but you know we'll leave that for later so all together you know she's just a versatile athletic receiver slash corner out there that really contributed to this newsome you know state championship team and was a huge part of it on both sides of the ball and you know moving forward she does have i want to say about two more years and so we're really excited about you know where she's gonna go and how she's gonna d- develop moving forward but before we move on cody why don't you go ahead and you know talk about some other things you really liked about kayla here yeah Kayla here is a baller certified, and I think the first thing that jumps off the film to me is just her ability to track the ball really well in the air, whether she's on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball. You know, she's very good at getting in position to make the play, whether, you know, she's kind of playing that deep third at corner out there and making a play on the ball when the quarterback is rushed by, you know, the rest of that very talented defense and capitalizing off of the opportunities that are given to her on the defensive side of the ball. But more so her ability to really get her hands up there and snatch the football out of the air like an alligator, you know, I mean, 
she has phenomenal hands and is very good at high pointing the football you know i and at five foot eight you know that's a pretty good size for for a wide receiver and you know i think kayla opens up a lot of opportunities for jump ball situations or you know it just that that range that kayla has whenever going out for passes is pretty pretty monumental i think to newsom's success and to devon's success and you know is going to be a, a great weapon for devon coming into you know devon heading into her senior year and kayla heading into her junior year so you know that's got to be super exciting for this newsom team she's going to continue to make plays and i think you know on defense she plays pretty disciplined is one of the strengths that i would say that she has where you know she doesn't get caught up or you know she she doesn't bite too hard on certain plays and then I also think that, you know, she she has pre a pretty good wingspan and she does a pretty good job of using it to her advantage, whether on defense or on offense, you know, getting some separation, running routes. And like I said, plucking the ball out of the sky for sure. And, you know, on top of that, the, the hands are good and, and she's a she's a she has good speed is what I'll say. All right. Fair enough. So do you want to go ahead and jump into, you know, some of the things we want to see moving forward, some uh, maybe some areas of concerns? Yeah, well, I mean, these are just definitely, you know, Kayla Ludwig from from what I could see is a pretty raw athlete, I'd say, on the football field. You know, in, in addition to football, she's also a basketball athlete. So that's something to keep in mind and something that you can kind of see translate to the field really well. But, you know, I want to see her in this offseason improve on footwork more than anything is what I was going to say. Because, you know, I think that the footwork can expand her route tree quite, quite a bit. And I don't think her routes are quite crisp, you know. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of upside to the routes that she can run with just a little bit more focus on the footwork. Working on those in and out cuts and developing some double moves to, to beat the defense. And then I also think that... You know, on the defensive side of the ball, I think that she could play a lot more physically. You know, a lot of the plays that Simon and I saw, you know, she's pretty far back off the line. You know, I want to see her get a little bit close and, and get in the receiver's face and see how she can disrupt the route in other ways, you know, and different types of coverages and expanding that versatility. Because especially in flag football, being able to play both sides of the ball and, you know, just being as util you know, as much of a tool as possible for both sides of the ball is just really important, I'd say. And so I think Kayla has a lot of room to grow on top of just the raw athleticism that she brings and just the inherent, you know, being good at football that she is that, you know, she's good now, but I think she could be great with, with a little bit of work. Simon, what do you think about that? And what are some things that you would tell Kayla to focus on? Yeah, so I 100% agree with all of that, to be honest. Um, I really like the footwork thing that you brought up. I think she could definitely have better footwork. Along with that, you know, her lateral quickness could be a little bit better. Um, you could tell she definitely, you know, slows down a bit when she switches gears, which is, I mean, it's not like a bad thing. Everyone, most people do it, but I feel like the elite athletes could really make that transition super smooth uh, when they work on that footwork and lateral quickness. Um, you know, honestly... Look, I agree with everything you said defensively in that receiver. I'm going to talk about her a little bit at quarterback because here's the deal with Newsom right now. Right now, obviously, Devin's their quarterback. 
um, moving forward, obviously. Like, Kayla's not going to take her spot. Let's just uh, keep that straight here. Devin here, she's a junior. Um, and in her junior year, by the way, you know, quick shout out to her. Make sure you check out uh, that episode we did a breakdown on her. And coming soon here, we're going to eventually release our interview with her. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. But Devin here, she threw for 3,798 yards. 54 touchdowns and 12 interceptions also ran for a good 500 yards and 13 touchdowns that's pretty insane kayla was right behind her um i mean not like in a close way but like statistically she was behind her with 562 yards 13 touchdowns two picks you know so not bad and then she had a couple rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns as well and so as of right now just going off the stats i kind of feel like Kayla will eventually transition to quarterback for them because right now I'm just looking at the people who do passes unless somebody transfers over you know they have another quarterback uh Strayer I want to say but she is definitely a junior so she'll be gone when Devin's gone so that doesn't help anybody and so we're definitely looking at a situation where Kayla might have to take over that quarterback in her senior year and, you know, that's not a bad thing at all because, you know, you could still have good athletes play quarterback and then get offers on the next level. You know, you see it all the time. So there you go. But in terms of a quarterback, I don't think she is. I, obviously, she's not where Devin is or was when she was a sophomore, I would say. And I feel like that is fair to say. When we were doing our breakdown of Devin, uh, we really half of it was probably off of her sophomore film, and then the other half was from bits and pieces from her junior year. But just looking at her sophomore film in general, I, I mean, you know, you don't have to be a genius to know, like, wow, she's actually really good. And she was, you know, she put up a lot of numbers, you know, uh, intellectually, she was just super advanced. She was super accurate, could throw off her back foot. She could make all the throws, right? Kayla, when I watch her, uh, look, she's playing receiver. So obviously she's not going to have the mind of a quarterback if she is focusing on playing receiver. Um, and you could see some of that because she definitely stares down some targets. And then accuracy wise, too, I would say is definitely a bit of a problem <sighs> from time to time. You know, uh, the ball is either underthrown, like deep. If it's past 20 yards, it's usually pretty underthrown. Or there are times you could tell she gets a little excited and, you know, she sees a crossing right over the middle and she just, she just like overthrows it. And, you know, she's lucky she has great receivers who could get up there and go get it. But that's still bad accuracy. And so really when it comes down to it, I think if she wants to make it as a quarterback or and just in general, you know, versatility matters. So uh, even if she doesn't want to make it as a quarterback, it doesn't hurt having quarterback skills, you know, and being able to make those plays because those could potentially be plays that you leave on the table. But, you know, if she wants to get better there, she just has to, you know, it comes down to her mechanics and reps. I don't think her mechanics are terrible, but, you know, in game situations, I like to see them be a little bit more consistent because there are times they're a little bit all over the place. Her footwork could use some work, you know, her base specifically. And then just getting those reps too, like just getting used to throwing the ball, that'll be super helpful as well. Like I said, you know, she's probably going to make it to the next level as a receiver or corner. If I'm a college scout looking at her, um, obviously that's, you know, if she doesn't go out for hoops and gets a scholarship there. But if I'm uh, scouting her as a football player, I'm going to look at her and probably as a receiver or corner. But it really never hurts having that ability to, 
ability to throw the ball as we'll see later on here when we break down some other players um you know that's something that could really throw defenses off their game especially in flag football you know you got to have a couple you know a couple tricks up your sleeve to make this thing work from time to time and so that's really just something i want to see out of kayla want her to see her improve as a quarterback um because her time's gonna come eventually you know um for Newsom to win, they're going to need a quarterback who could play. And at, by the time she's a senior, you know, she would be a, want to say, three or four year starter on this football team. And so, I mean, if you don't know the offense by then, then I, I don't know what to tell you, but she'll know it as much as anybody else. And so she'll be in a position to really just take over this team um, and be a quarterback. And she won't be the same quarterback as Devin. I'll acknowledge that. And Cody, you could, you know, talk about this if you want or refute it, whatever. But I think she'll probably be more of a running quarterback. Um, there's definitely a world where she could rush for a thousand yards at the quarterback position. I don't doubt that at all. And then probably, you know, 20 to 30 rushing touchdowns. And then maybe that pe- those passing touchdowns will be on the lower end. And that's not a bad thing. You could still win with that in good defense. But, Cody, what do you think about what I just said there about her at quarterback? I'm glad that you brought it up. And I think that it, you know, is a good transition into outlook, you know, talking about the future of her high school career and where that could land her. And like you said, you know, there's no one else throwing passes, you know, at the same rate that Kayla here is, you know, following Devin because Devin has one more year and then who's going to be the quarterback over at Newsom high school. Right. And, you know, Newsom has a winning reputation, as you mentioned, you know, introducing the episode, these, this is a state champion football team. You know, this is a district runner up last year, and this is a contender for this upcoming season, you know, in the, or I should say in the 2022 season or whatever, right? So, or wherever, you know, it falls, but depending on if they could play in the fall. But anyways, back to back to the point I was trying to make, you know, it's just that there's not that much time. And I think that Kayla has a pretty significant amount of room to grow to be a Newsome quarterback to the standard that they've set, right? Especially the one that Devin set. And, you know, the the one that Devin will continue to establish going down, you know, Devin is going to be a generational quarterback for Newsom and one whose records will probably stand for decades to come. Right. And so obviously there's a lot of pressure for whoever's up next. And so I think, you know, there's a lot of mental work that Kayla has to do in order to be ready for that, because you addressed all the areas of improvement or concern at the quarterback position very well. And I do think that it's something to be more versatile on for Caleb. But as far as Caleb goes, I'm going to, you know, say outlook wise that, you know, at this moment in time, it's really hard to see me recruiting her as a quarterback in college. You know what I'm saying? And and not as a wide receiver, especially because of how good she is at wide receiver. I would recruit her at wide receiver over cornerback as well, personally. And I'm sure that you'd agree with that. So I think that there's a lot more film and work to be done to get to the versatility that we want or at least the level of versatility that we want Ludwig at is that a fair response to 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 what you had to say I think that you know I I think that you hit the nail on the head and then I just added on a little bit as far as you know where I see her going and you know what I think of her right now as a football player yeah no absolutely I mean I absolutely agree I wouldn't Look, even if she got better, um, I wouldn't recruit her as a quarterback. 
that's just what it is. I think she's going to be a, you know, um, a lead receiver on a lot of teams out here in the country. And I think that's where she belongs and whatnot. Um, I'm just saying, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have a receiver that could throw because then you could do a lot more there <clears throat> and, you know, really, really keep those defenses on their toes. Obviously, and we'll talk she- about a great example later this episode even. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We will. And then obviously, you know, short term, I mean, if Newsom needs a quarterback, well, Newsom will need a quarterback after Devin. I think the obvious answer would be Kayla. Like I said, offense will probably have to be a little bit different if they want to compete at the same level and whatnot. And that's cool, you know, Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean just put off your quarterback skills. And then whenever you get called up, you know, (laughs) just be reactionary. Don't do your homework. Right. Now, be ready for it. Right. Don't don't just let it sneak up on you. So that's all I'm saying there. But, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, just talking out outlook for Kayla, though, there aren't a lot of I'm just going to be real with you. There aren't a lot of colleges out there. That'll say no to her coming to their school and being part of their program. I think she's the type of person in a couple years, even this year, honestly, you know, she's going to be highly recruited and somebody that programs all over the nation are going to be like, I need this playmaker for my quarterback because we don't have the type of speed or athleticism um, right now that Kayla possesses. And, you know, that's a game changer because then you could defense have to, like, you know, start focusing on that player. That's double teams. That's bracketing and stuff like that. And that always opens up things for other players. So, yeah. Cody, is there anything else you want to add on here for Kayla? Yeah, I'd li- I'd, I'd just like to agree with you and just say, you know, Kayla Ludwig is a can't-miss prospect. Absolutely. And, you know, one that schools need to have their eye on right now. So, yeah, absolutely. It, and and obviously, Kayla and to everyone else on the show, you know, that we're doing a breakdown on, you are invited to come interview with us. And shout out to the coaches over there at Newsom and Devin's dad, who's been very resourceful and helped us out with a lot of these names and films. So Huge shout out to them. All right. Well, with that being said, you know, we're going to talk about another Ludwig on this Newsom football team coming up next. Hey y'all, welcome back to Playmakers Corner Podcast, and we are talking some more flag football here. If you haven't already, make sure to rewind to episode 30 for our first edition of Queens of Football, you know, that included some names like Devin Silvestri that we've been talking about quite a bit, and, you know, included some other players that we got some interviews with, such as, you know, Haley Stanton, as well as Kenzie Murdoch, sorry, Kenzie Murdoch, and, you know, uh, another great talent at the linebacker position in Alexa Mansour. And here, talking about on this segment next, we have another linebacker out of Newsom High School, the 5'5", class of 2022 linebacker, Madison Ludwig. Don't know if there's any relation to Kayla. Um, some suspected, but not sure. But, you know, I think, Simon, it's pretty traditional to kind of talk about areas of improvement first for the second player. Yeah, I'd, I'd say go for it. Also, Ludwig, Ludwig. Oh, well, Ludwig, Madison, Ludwig. if you're listening to this, I'm we're sorry if we're getting Come on. Wrong. Kayla and Madison, come on to the show and, and tell us if we got it right or wrong. Yes. So, there's All that right, inviting. Go for it, Cody. <laughs> but I will say the first thing that jumps off to the film that I would address, you know, as as Madison or as, you know, her coaches 
is to get her to play a bit more aggressively in the run game, you know, I and I'll have a lot to say about the things that she does really well and why that, you know, kind of conservative play style works out for her so much. But, you know, in the run game, she definitely takes a lot longer of an angle to make plays and she doesn't really engage blockers or, you know, engage running backs or ball carriers as physically as she does, you know, potential receivers in the pass game. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I know that you have the capability and you have the physicality to do that. And I just want to see it, you know, applied in the run game a little bit more. You know, she's she likes to get tackles, but I think that her tackles in the run game come way too late. And, you know, plays already happen by the time that, you know, she's she's gotten there. Right. So, you know, whether it's a first down amount of yardage or, you know, even a five yard gain, you know, I think that's five yards more than I think she could allow. So I want her to step up and play a lot more aggressively in the run game and engage ball carriers a lot more and, and blockers a lot more. I also think that, you know, playing against the run, one thing that slows her down is she doesn't show as much awareness of even her own team. I think that she gets caught up on her own players and the other team while playing against the run, and that slows her down significantly. So I think that working on that awareness and, you know, just understanding everyone else's assignment just a little bit better will help prevent something like that, at least on your own end. And, you know, just a little bit more work in the in the film room, I think, will be conducive to that more aggressive style of play. And, you know, I uh, in the past game, there are some instances where she does play the ball really well and she does get some pretty good swats. That being said, I've seen her do it. I want to see her do it more kind of thing where it's like, you know, the ball's in the air. It's coming down the middle. Go punch it out. Don't wait to make the tackle after they already punch it. It kind of reminds me of, you know, that that Juco player that we did a breakdown on a while back who ended up playing for the Jaguars, where he waited for the play to happen and then went and made a play after it. So, you know, just be a bit more assertive, I'd say, especially at the linebacker position. That's your job. And, you know, and lastly, this is not really against her, but I just didn't see a lot of man coverage, you know. And that could be the scheme and that just could be the way that it works out there and, you know, in the in the realm of flag football at Newsom. But, you know, it is something that I would kind of want to address just to see how her speed looks and see, you know, is she going to be a liability if she ends up against a certain playmaker on the other side of the ball? So those are some areas of improvement that I noticed are just some question marks I had. Simon, what do you have to add on to that? Yeah, so uh, definitely agree with all of those things. I think for me, uh, and you know, for those of you listening to this, I'm most definitely a defensive player. And I love how Madison Ludwig plays. I think she holds a lot of what this makes this Newsome team great. And, you know, she she does some of the dirty work so that, you know, the Kaylas and uh, Devons of the world could, you know, be free to roam and do their thing. And that's cool, you know, that that's for sure cool. You know, those are the type of linebackers that you got to recruit, you know, for sure. But here's the other thing, though. If you play too conservatively, and there are times where I feel like she's a little, you know, too conservative, like she's playing her zone and there's literally no one around her but the check down, you know, route, then go to the check down or bait the check down route and pick it off. Um, I think turnovers is something that I wanted to see a little bit more of. Uh, couldn't see if she got a bunch of interceptions or not, but it didn't really seem like she got a lot. And so 
you know, at the end of the day, uh, part of every good defense, you got that player or players who are turnover machines. You know, there are players out there that will go out there and they'll make it happen when you need it. You know, um, they'll make big plays and, you know, give the ball to the offense when you need it. Now, my concern with Madison here is that, you know, playing conservative like that, it's not a bad thing. But if you're waiting for somebody else to make that big play, that could be a death by a million paper cuts type of deal. You know, it's just cut after cut after cut. And it's just short routes. And then they get you, you know, honestly, just <laughs> to make another pro comparison. I remember watching the Steelers play uh, the Tom Brady Patriots a lot. And it was a lot like that. You know, our defense wasn't the greatest. And our linebackers, I remember, would just let them, you know, do what they need to do. Give them two or three yards. But it was a death by a million paper cuts. And, you know, as a linebacker, as a defensive player, as you develop and all that, you got to eventually get to the point where it's like, all right, enough is enough. Now, don't get too emotional now. You know, don't make a stupid emotional play or stupid emotional decision. But eventually you got to get to the point where it's like, we need to stop and I'm going to go get it and then go pick off, you know, that quarterback trying to dump it off. Because I think something she does a good job of and, you know, we'll talk about this more later um, is just, you know, forcing that quarterback to throw it shorter than they want to. And that's cool. But if you know it's just you and them, then go get it. You know, um, I think she could be definitely she could definitely be a little bit more aggressive there. And so turnovers is something that I'd like to see. Luckily, she is a class of 22 kiddos. So, you know, she has one more year. Uh, and then another thing this kind of has to do a little bit more with the pass. Uh, look, in my opinion, I think she could be a lot more aggressive breaking up the pass. Uh, we you know, we talked about Alexa Manser on episode 30 Queens of Football and Alexa is going to win, you know, a defensive player of the year award or whatever for flag football at least well okay i don't want to i don't want those predictions out there but i could see her winning it almost three or four years in a row because she does a lot of these things good alexa in my opinion is probably one of the best if not the best linebackers in the entire country but something that alexa does really well is that she just have act active and aggressive hands and then just in general the way she plays she's super aggressive so you know she you know gets physical with the receivers to a point or they get uncomfortable catching the ball because either she got an elbow in there, a couple hands in there, or she's ripping at it, you know, and she she's either going to get her hands in there and pick it off, which she, <laughs> uh, we kind of criticized her for. And, uh, you know, that it is what it is, but at least she's stopping the play from happening. And that's the biggest thing because she's disrupting the passing game. She's disrupting the rhythm. And, you know, for Madison, I feel like she gets in position a lot to do that. And then just pulls their flag when in reality, I feel like she could put herself in a position to just punch the ball out, you know, not force fumbles, but, you know, cause incompletions. And so I like to see her get a little bit more aggressive there and really just attack those hands, you know, you know, attack those wrists and really make those receivers uncomfortable. That's something I like. Those are the two main things I really want to see out of Madison moving forward, just because she's a fantastic player and all that. But is how you get to that next level this is how you become a playmaker and so speaking of that cody you mind if i talk about positives when it comes to madison here take it away <laughs> so madison here like i said does a lot of the dirty work to allow devin kayla all of them to do their thing and get picks 
You know, um, the thing that I really like and probably the thing that stands out the most when it comes to Madison is that she's just extremely disciplined and extremely smart as well. She makes quarterbacks uncomfortable just by being there because, you know, the or she knows the quarterbacks are looking downfield or looking at a crossing route, whatever. She's going to take it away and she's going to force them to hit that dump off even when they don't want to. But that's a smart play, you know, and if they don't hit the dump off, then they're going to make a stupid deep pass that either Devin or Kayla or one of these other fantastic uh, girls are going to just pick off because it's an easy turnover. And so Madison, she's just super super disciplined she locks down the middle of that field uh, really just locks down whatever zone she's in so she does a really good job at zone she doesn't bite super hard and like i said she forces the quarterback to take safe throws that they may not want to take and that's a big deal because eventually you get that quarterback or eventually you have a quarterback uh, get to the point where they're frustrated and they're like, screw it. I'm just going to throw it deep and hopefully we get a jump ball or something. And I'm just going to trust my person against like a Devin Silvestri or a Kayla. And they're both better athletes than most of these other players they're going up against. So that's kind of what you want here. And really, you know, she just does her thing and she suffocates that quarterback. She's also an excellent QB spy and she locks him up, you know, just straight up. She locks him up and um, she's just disciplined and that's something that you need on the defensive side of the ball if you want to have playmakers created around you um, in my opinion I'd still offer her I feel like most colleges really should still offer her for flag football because she can be that leader from day one that just locks it up and allows other players to succeed uh, she really comes off as a selfless player to be honest with you and you know you really can't go wrong with those kind of players those are the glue uh, to a lot of championship squads and in my opinion you can't win without those players either long term or short term so there you go but Cody, what about you? What are some other things you like about Madison here? I mean, you hit a lot of the nails on the head. The first thing that I put was the discipline is like, you know, if if I had Madison as a player and I was coaching, like I could trust Madison to make every single play that I ask of her is basically where I'm at. And, you know, I didn't see Madison... I don't see Madison missing tackles because of the way that she grabs the flag. Like she is, she positions, but something that I noticed that Madison does that I don't see a lot of is the way on how she uses her body as a wall to enable her to tackle. Right. So like, cause she just blocks off running lanes and you have to run right where her hand is. And she's not ever going to miss that flag. Like she is, as, as sure as surefire whenever it comes to you know getting the flag and stopping to play wherever she is you know and i think that she has a, a great takeoff to you know wherever the ball is and you know like you were saying like coaches and players and quarterbacks of opposing teams get frustrated because she does just stop pass plays right at the line of scrimmage or two yards later and well if you get two yards on four pass plays in a row it's a turnover on downs so she does open up lots of opportunities and I put that on mine as well that, you know, she allows freedom, not just for the defensive players, but for the defensive play calling. You know, I mean, like I said, if Madison's on my team, I could trust Madison to take care of the entire middle of the field. She took out multiple routes at a time during her film. She covered multiple players at a time. She is a better zone coverage linebacker 
than I want to say like 90% of the linebackers that we've looked at. And tell me, you can tell me if that's out of pocket, but I, I don't feel it is because she's just so disciplined. She understands the game. She understands her assignment. She understands what the other team is trying to do so well. And, you know, I think that she's, she's just a little bit more aggression away from, from being, you know, the top linebacker in the class of 22. And maybe she already is, you know, I think that as far as zone coverage goes, that um, Madison is, is up there and an elite zone coverage defender at the high school level, period. Period. Um, also, yeah, you're not, you're not out of pocket with that. A lot of the linebackers we look at just like to hit, which is not a bad thing, but also eventually you got to cover the passing game. Cause that's, uh, that's what separates the good ones from the great ones. So straight up, but yeah, no, she's a fantastic player altogether. Do you want to talk outlook here? I'll let you lead. Okay. So, uh, look, I'm not sure what offers she has offers she has as of now and here's the deal about this Newsom team you know whenever you win state a whole bunch of people usually get offered uh shortly after that or they've been talking to them um before and so you know with Madison here I have no doubt that someone's eventually gonna offer her especially if they two peat and win twice in a row now they don't need to win another championship this year not that they're you know just gonna take their foot off the gas pedal but, you know, winning a second one, I really think, you know, if she continues to step up her game and does some of these things here, you know, she has to get an offer from at least five or six different schools. And obviously, I, we don't know what she wants to do collegiately or, you know, what her long-term career goals are, which, you know, Madison, if you're listening to this, another plug, you may come onto the show and we'd love to have you on and we can talk about that stuff. But... You know, I think it would be a shame if she stopped playing flag football because she's just a heck of a player. She's someone that you want on your squad, and she she could definitely be in the running for those Defensive Player of the Year awards with, with Alexa someday. And she has a lot of time to grow, too, so it's, it's not like I expect her to be just as good as Alexa or better on day one. In fact, I expect her to be Madison Ludwig and to be the best player she could possibly be uh, straight up. And so there you go. I don't know. I what what do you think, Cody? In my opinion, you really can't go wrong recruiting a bunch of good defensive players. So even if you already are strong at that point, what's another one, right? I mean, I'd recruit Madison Ludwig just for defensive freedom at the play calling alone. You know, like like I said, you could basically call whatever you want around Madison, and it's going to work. And you know, there are some instances I didn't really talk about it too much, but where she does go down to that defensive end position and she's pretty okay at rushing the linebacker and, you know, putting pressure on or putting pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, she, she gets after it and she plays a good spy, you know, and she's able to run stunts really well. You know, I don't know if you saw some of those plays where she lines up at that DN position and then plays a zone on the other side of the field of where she lined up and, you know, makes plays and breaks up the pass. So, you know, just for that alone, I'd want Madison on my team and, you know, honestly, you know, if you can get Alexa and Madison on the same team, then, well, you could basically have whoever you want at every other position because, like, like try it. The first 20 yards of the field are already locked off with those two, essentially. So, like, you know, I think that Madison's that good. And, you know, even 
there wasn't a lot of film, if any, of her on the other side of the ball, but I think that she's so good at the one position that, you know, I don't think that versatility is as much of a must, if you would, for for recruiting Madison. Yeah, no, for sure. And also, I, I feel like we didn't talk about this a lot, but she's also a really good athlete, uh, like Kayla. I think Kayla might be a little bit faster, but, you know, Madison's also a very good athlete. And so, I mean, if you want her to pay, play on O, I'm sure she can. And then, um, honestly, if you really wanted to, maybe she could play a little bit of safety. And so there's your versatility there. You know, linebacker safety, probably a little bit of corner, so... So, yeah. Cody, is there anything else you want to add on before we move on? No, I think that's all I have for the Ludwigs. Ludwigs uh, may or may not have relation. Um, go on to the show and, and let us know. But I think yes. coming up next, we will have our last Newsome football player for this episode coming up. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Cody Stofford, joined here by Simon Villanos. And we are talking a, another offensive weapon on this Newsome flag football team. Yes, they just keep coming. That's why they're state champions. If you're uh, getting a little tired of, you know, these Newsome flag football players, clearly you weren't around when we were doing breakdowns on Creek football players for... You know, a lot of our top five positions and, you know, the same would be said of Newsom football players just popping up at top five of their position in state and class. But talking about Jade Hickey, the wide receiver for Newsom High School, very elite athlete, you know, and is a soccer and flag football commit. Right, Simon? That is correct. To where again? To Warner University. To Warner University, yeah. So we got a multi-sport athlete, and I think that that's a great segue for me to start talking about what makes Jade Hickey such a special football player. Simon, if you don't mind me taking over here. Yeah, go for it. So Jade Hickey, obviously, obviously an athlete, you know, and I think that it shows very well on the film, just, you know, that versatility. I think that the footwork is is good on on the route running you know i think you could see that it's very obvious i think that jade as it stands is the best route runner on newsome that i have seen and she has incredible double moves that open up lots of opportunities she fools defenses consistently whether it's a hitch and go or an in and out or an out and in she has a plethora of double moves and head shakes and ways to bob and weave through the defense and just find openings and score a lot of touchdowns honestly jade was a mismatch i'd say for sure on a lot of dbs and ran probably the most the biggest variety of routes that i've seen out of the receivers that we've broken down film on so far especially out of newsome and you know the versatility shows not only in the route running but where she's being asked to run routes from you know running routes on both the inside as close as basically the equivalent of the tight end position and running them all the way split out and running them as that true slot receiver so she can run basically any route you ask her to from anywhere on the field. And, you know, I think that speaks volumes on on the receiver that Jade is. And, you know, on top of all that, if it wasn't obvious, she has great hands and was, you know, I, I'll say Devin's go-to target 
uh, especially this past postseason. Simon, I know that you have some stats on that, so you know I'll pass it to you to fill in the listeners on the stats and then talk about some of the strengths that you saw from Jade. Yeah, no, for sure. So on this last year, obviously she wasn't the lead receiver because Kayla Ludwig was the lead receiver, but she was a uh, solid, very solid, actually. Number two receiver on the squad, uh, especially in the playoffs. She came up pretty big here. And so let me go ahead and talk about these stats. So uh, on the season in total, she had 790 uh, receiving yards and 13 touchdowns. And like I said, she was the second receiving option. But, you know, the thing that really stood out to me was, um, you know, really just how much work she put in in the playoffs, really. But uh, really the thing that stood out to me was how much work that she put in in the playoffs. And so uh, I think we're going to go ahead and start with Leonard. Leonard was a pretty quiet game. Uh, I want to say that was their first playoff game. I could be wrong, though. On April 23rd, they won 20-0. That was pretty easy. She had had one catch for three yards. But after that, the next uh, three games leading up to State and getting to State were really important. Against Alonzo, she had... Eight receptions, 83 yards, and two touchdowns, really showing that, you know, she was, you know, one of the best receivers on this squad and uh, easily, you know, somebody who could be a number one type of receiver. And so, you know, in that performance, they did beat Alonzo 27-0. The next game was much closer, 20-19, to but she showed up big time, catching seven passes for 89 yards and a touchdown. So there you go. Um, that was a really close one, and so she came in clutch in that one, just being that security blanket for Devin. And then against Navarre, Navari, Navarre, I don't know. They beat them 33-18, but she got three, recept- three receptions, 29 yards, and one touchdown. Look, obviously at this point, when they played Western, there's no doubt that they were like, hey, you know, let's <laughs> let's not let Jade Hickey, you know, do whatever she wants to us. And, you know, let's throw some bodies at her and see what happens. But, you know, when they did that, uh, Kayla went off, obviously, and had a good two touchdown, 80 yard type of game, I want to say, against them, resulting in a 2019 win to win state. And so as you could see with the stats you know, she's a security blanket for Devin. Um, on this team, she is the veteran receiver, I want to say. She is a senior. Uh, and this is a pretty young team in general. And so, you know, for Jade here to be the senior, to be one of those captains and leaders, that's big time, right? Because you need that veteran leadership. You need that game experience. And so I feel like she really helped out Devin there. Because uh, there really were a lot of plays where, you know, play broke down. You could tell Devin was improvising. And so was Jade. And Jade would go ahead and find that weak spot in the defenses and then in the defense and then just make them pay. You know, I wouldn't say she's like, you know, the most explosive or the greatest like athlete of all time. But, you know, she's definitely an athlete you need to keep an eye on. And she's pretty sneaky. And just IQ wise, it's up there because she'll just find those weak spots. Um, And look, there are some receivers who I feel like think they find that weak spots but really they're just running into open space and then by the time the quarterback throws it to them they have to make a tough throw with jade it's a little bit different you know uh to a degree she's actually kind of leading devin on a little bit more so that devin doesn't have to make an insane type of throw Uh, not that she couldn't anyways but 
you know that's always a good thing and so uh really she just has excellent hands she could high point it she could catch it from like a million different angles she had some really nice uh sideline snags especially in the playoffs she had multiple sideline snags i want to say that went for 40 or so yards that were really just corner routes and then she just caught it and devin put it in a great spot and you know that's pretty insane and i said earlier kayla ludwig is like the tyree kill to devin silvestri's patrick mahomes well you know jade hickey is that travis kelsey she He's kind of a more physical receiver, I would say, that uh, can easily be a red zone threat. And if she just gets a sliver of room and if the quarterback really believes in her like Devin did, she's going to come down with the ball and score. And that's it. You know, at the end of the day, she's going to score. And that's big time. And so, you know, you love, love to see all of that. So there you go. What uh, are do you some mind? things? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask you, what are some things that you don't necessarily love to see, but you would love to see worked on in this offseason. Yeah, so I think, look, I mentioned this before, she's not like the greatest athlete in the world, and that's fine. You don't need to be, to be, you know, a really good collegiate player in soccer or football. But I'd like to see her get uh, faster and quicker, specifically, like, you know, laterally quicker and all that. So I think working on that agility, footwork in open space, that could be her bread and butter moving forward. She doesn't have to be like super explosive and speedy at all. I think if she could continue to work on that footwork and get a little bit more crafty there, have sharper routes. And she does run some good routes, but you know, faster footwork and all that stuff. That could help her throw corners off with sudden breaks and stuff like that. And just be sneaky, you know, be that receiver that has fantastic hands, but, you know, even better route running. And, you know, they might not be the most athletic, but, you know, they'll get as much separation as they could possibly get. And all the quarterback has to do is throw it in their direction. They'll come down with it. And so I really think just working on that agility, working on that footwork, just getting faster firing speed there um, will really help her moving forward. You know, she doesn't have to run like a four, four and anything like that. Um, I think at this point, work with what you got, work with your bread and butter, and then she'll be fine. So yeah. What about you, Cody? What are some things that you'd like to see her work on here? Well, you know, being a uh, being a wide receiver, her stance is pretty hard to look at. Um, I don't know what the technique is over there, but I don't see a lot of receivers. I don't know if I've seen any receiver take off with being bent at almost a 90 degree angle in all my years of football. She definitely arcs her back forward way too much, I think, and you could tell that it leads to a slow start a lot of the time and i think that just in general there are some technique things that i'd work on as far as running goes and there are some technique things that you know i'd want her to work on in the off season including you know just getting the arms a bit more involved you know they kind of she looks kind of disjointed when running her routes and it's a shame because the footwork is so good but i think that you know if she learns to keep her arms a bit more compact and you know, I think that may be a force of habit from soccer or something, and she's trying to find that healthy middle. But, you know, running in football is a lot different than running in soccer. You want to be a lot more concise with where your arms are, and you want to use your arms, you know, a lot more when winning hand battles and stuff like that if you get to face against some press coverage. And, you know, I think just bringing those arms inside and then having them work for you rather than kind of working against them would be monumental to making her a lot faster, for one. And I think that the stance will address that, too. 
because the get off is slow and there's also a little bit of a false step. So working on that stance and working on getting those arms a bit more engaged in the running and, you know, just working on the technique of running as a wide receiver in flag football, I think would, you know, I think would shave a lot of time off of her routes, honestly. You know, I think that she loses, you know, milliseconds at a time that turn into, you know, decimals of a second that turn into a whole second, depending on how long the route's developing. So, you know, I think that she could shave off a lot of time whenever she's running her routes, just working on little, little things, little things. And, you know, on top of that, just doing more speed work as well, I think would, would be a little bit more beneficial. So, you know, no, nothing too crazy, but definitely some things that, you know, and I'll transition this into into Outlook, you know, over there at Warner, you know, these are some things that I would focus on and ask her to be working on right now before coming over to school is just, you know, watch film on how on how others run routes. You know, you have a, a couple of really good examples. I want to say, you know, especially in the class of 2020 or 2021. No, no, no. The class of 2020. There are a handful of really solid receivers that went to that next level, right? So, you know, just finding some of those names and seeing what they did and how they used their hands and arms and, you know, looking at this next recruit that we're going to be talking about and seeing some of the things that she does and her stance and stuff like that. And, you know, even just watching some some NFL football and, you know, how they stand and how they take off and how they use their arms for their route running. I think that a lot of it is just seeing it and then executing it. And so that's that's the homework that I would assign Jade as, you know, her coach. And I feel like Jade brings so much to the table that it's hard for me to not find some playing time, especially, you know, because this sport is just getting started. Right. So you have you have to fill those those starting spots. Right. But, you know, if I don't have to put her out there immediately, I don't necessarily know if I do. If that makes sense. Okay, so so what are you suggesting here then? I think that Jade is I think Jade is is a good football player. Obviously, he's going to be a great college football player, but I do think that you know she's she's just a little rough around the edges in in the technique wise, you know. And I think that I think that she's going to find her way onto the field, but you know. If this were fast forwarded a few years, you know, and these rosters are really full and we're fighting for spots that I would probably redshirt her in, in, you know, an alternate universe where this is just accelerated probably another five years. Yeah, no, for if sure. If that I makes think... sense. I know that that's a hypothetical, yeah. but that's kind of where I'm at. No, for sure. I mean, I definitely could see that if she could take some time to, you know, really just hone in and um work on some of those things i think she'll be in a good spot here i mean i mean look i think she'll be a solid receiver to have on a lot of squads i mean uh, she's not i I don't i feel feel like she's not super short we don't have her height or anything like that but i feel like she was kind of a bigger receiver out there which is a really good thing um, because you need you need a red zone target that could get in there and you know do the dirty work and all that and so you know there you go I think she'll I mean obviously she's already committed and whatnot and she'll do her thing over there so I'm not super worried about that but I, I could see where you're coming from with that red shirt year so you know there you go Sick. but is there anything else that you want to talk about here or 
Are we good to move on to our last player of the episode? Let's get to our last prospect. Bet. Let's get it going. All right. So coming up next, we have a viral football star. (laughs) Viral football star. Coming up next. All right, welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. This is episode 37. Uh, we are breaking down another group of fantastic girl football players here. And, you know, we talked about three state champs in that Newsome squad. And, you know, in case you didn't listen to that and you're just listening to this part, that is Kayla Ludwig, Madison Ludwig, and Jade Hickey, all fantastic players and players who, you know, we're part of a championship squad for a reason. But right here, we got Leah Cruz. She is the quarterback slash wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what year she is. She's either, I want to say she's either a junior or a sophomore. That's just what I'm going off of. But to frame it, uh, a couple weeks ago, I want to say almost a month ago, actually. I want to say almost a month ago at this point. ESPN released this well they didn't release it but they featured a video of her she was running around and first off the camera work is amazing Cody you could probably you know vouch for that the camera work was pretty pretty a1 because they tracked her pretty well and I I know some people some camera people who um, you know you'd be surprised but they can't track players or footballs or sports so there you go. But Sheesh, we'll talk <laughs> about that more on another episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that later. But anyways, the camera was great. Uh, it was basically her. She was at quarterback, and then I want to say she was scrambling out. And, geez, between the footwork and then just making it look so easy, you see her, like, do a double take, look back twice, and then she starts grinning, like, about halfway through the uh, run. You know, it was, it was awesome, right? It was awesome to see. It kind of went viral. A lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, like, she's so – like she made it look so easy. She's a star, and it's not a one-clip wonder. That's for sure. She's not a one-clip wonder is what I'm trying to say here uh, because she is the real deal. But before we go into that, let's talk about some of the things uh, that we'd like to see from her moving forward in her development because, you know, as, you know, great and as much of a star she is, she has a bunch of star power, uh, you know, she'll, she'll produce a lot of more highlight clips like that. I'll tell you what, I'll say that right now. She'll produce a lot more highlight clips like that. Um, but you know, there are some things that she could work on and get better on. And so number one, uh, Cody, I hope you don't mind me starting this off, but I'm going to just go ahead and, uh, put in my two cents here, but you know, she plays quarterback and receiver in my opinion i think on the next level she's probably a better receiver um you know we talked about how with kayla ludwig here who by the way went to the elite 11 just throwing that out there at least i believe she went to the elite 11 because there are pictures of her there um you know it's important well it's helpful for a receiver to have quarterback skills especially in flag football because that just opens up the playbook completely you know and leah she's a pretty good quarterback i would say but she's definitely more of a run first quarterback and you know just in general i feel like she's just a reactionary quarterback as well which is not a bad thing because she has a great you know reaction times and all that great stuff that's definitely like you know it's definitely evident when you just watch her film here which is on youtube by the way if you want to go check that out for yourself um but 
And I just feel like she's reactionary, man. Like, uh, she's, if, you know, a route doesn't open up right away, she's probably going to go tuck and run. Just going to be honest with you. And if a route opens up, you know, after the play starts to break down, the route kind of has to open up in front of her or she just has to have a good feel for it or something like that. That's just something I saw. Uh, you know, Devin Silvestri, in my opinion, is still the best quarterback in the country um, on a lot of levels. I really haven't seen a quarterback better than her yet. But, you know, we are looking at uh, potentially getting a Sydney Stout breakdown. So make sure you check that out. She threw for over 100 touchdowns in a season. So congrats to her. Also, she won state um for like the fourth straight time so there you go but as of right now i do think devin's the best and i think she's the best because she just picks apart defenses and she's intellectual she's in control and you know there are times where she's reactionary and she'll make a play off of a reaction but at the end of the day i think a good amount of the time she's out there and she knows where the ball needs to be She's not just looking and then hoping that something opens up and then she'll get it there. She just knows where it needs to be, and that's why she's a state champ. That's why she beat some of the best in Florida, and that's why she's, you know, one of the best in the country, straight up. Leah here, uh, I think she is one of the best in the country, but in a different way. And so I'm just going to leave it there uh, so I don't, you know, take up too much time here. But I think that's the biggest thing for me. I think she's probably a better receiver than quarterback. Um, she could probably do a little bit more film work, you know, work on that as well. But also she does play five. So it's a little bit different than sevens, I would say, plus a smaller field. So, you know, there you go. Take it what you want with that. So, Cody, what are some things that you'd like to see Leah to work on here so that she could continue to take her game to the next level? Yeah. So, Leah, a lot of my critiques are at quarterback just because I do think that her upside at quarterback is – insanely high based off of just athleticism and her running ability but the offense does seem simplified when she's at quarterback versus like you know when she drops back to throw the routes look different than when she's running routes if that makes sense right so that's a little bit of of a concern like it looks like there's less multiple read plays it looks like the route variety is a little bit less when she's at quarterback so i'll like you said, there's there's definitely some mental work to be done, I think, in the film room at the quarterback position. And, you know, just taking off running early and often, like you said, that could be the fives, but it's just like an unknown, right? And, you know, th- there's a lot more that has to be done to make a point for quarterback in five on five, I'd say, than quarterback in seven on seven. It's kind of like anal- trying to analyze like eight man football compared to you know 2a or 3a even right where it's just it's just really different because of the number of of players and and the game operates you know objectively different at that level so right i think that that's something to consider when when analyzing this i want to see at the quarterback position you know i want to see Cruz make more reads and make more throws and you know something that i was thinking like the whole time is just how many more pump fakes she can put into her game to to gain a few more yards you know i think that what whether people think about it or not and you've seen this plenty of times too simon even when you get past the line of this the line of scrimmage if you throw in a little pump fake sometimes people might bite on it and you know if you're already gonna have the ball all the way out here then just a little one of those you know just just see how they do and how they react especially when in that film that we watched she does do like a whole cross field lateral 
past the line of scrimmage, right? So teams know that she has that awareness, and we'll, we'll talk about the strengths here in a second. But, you know, teams are aware that she can make plays across the field and she can make whole whole field laterals and stuff and just absolutely ridiculous feats that, you know, normal football players can make. So just include that into part of your game, right? And then I want to say at the receiver position, you know, she has phenomenal hands. I just want to see her work on using her hands a little bit more on those deep passes that are over the shoulder because what she ends up doing is she kind of catches it more with her arms rather than cradling it in and basketing it with her hands. So, you know, there's a little bit of room room of error, room for error with that as far as it, you know, bouncing around the inside of your forearms and your biceps and stuff like that. So, you know, and, and we know that she has incredible hands. Once again, I keep talking about strengths when trying to talk about weaknesses because Leah Cruz is really just that dynamic. But, you know, I think that that's something that she could work on at the receiver position is just work on those deep passes, those over-the-shoulder passes that she has to catch and just work on using the hands for that as well. Because it doesn't work in the same way, but it works in the same way that she's using her forearms. So just implementing that same idea over to the hands, it leaves less room for, for messing up or dropping the ball. But... Yeah, no, absolutely agreed. Um, here, go ahead, man. Go, go, go ahead and talk about uh, what makes her a star, sensational, all that great stuff. Also, by the way, um, her Instagram handle I want to say is Leah Paulette. And so, if you didn't, you know, catch uh, the clip I was talking about, there you go. Maybe that's a little bit more noticeable. But I, re- ahead, I rewatched it when you were doing the introduction. Yeah, for this segment because it really just is. It's iconic. So it's mesmerizing. Yeah. So it's crazy. I don't know. If you watch that clip, you know everything that you need to know about Cruz as a as an athlete and as a football player in one play. Is is what I'll say because holy cow, Cruz is one of the most athletic football players that I have ever seen. She has incredible, insane speed and just. Her body control, the way that she can elude defenders is unlike a lot of, like, none of the players that we've broken down can elude the way that Leah Cruz can, you know, with, with you know, the cuts, the jukes, but also just the hip movement and being able to avoid, you know, flag grabs at, you know, the inch level where people are missing it by a single inch or less just because of the way that she's able to avoid it. And just the body control translates not only as a ball carrier and, you know, a ball handler running with the ball and catching the football, but also I'd say translates to how she makes catches. You know, Simon, when he was watching Leah's film, sent me a Snapchat of this one insane catch that Cruz has near the end of her highlight reel on YouTube. And like, you know, the pass is behind her and she just does such a great job of, adapting to the ball maintaining speed catching that ball getting the feet and bounds and getting into the end zone like she makes great boundary catches she makes great back of the end zone catches one of her catches i i couldn't believe that it was it was a catch i rewatched it like three times i was like nope nope that foot is that foot's definitely in so you know it's seeing is believing with leah cruz because the things that she does on the football field are just indescribable verbally but we're gonna try and do that and we're trying to let you know now with just i think the sheer amount of praise that we're bringing up with Cruz here and just you know honestly one of the best athletes that i've seen at the high school level and you know an absolute mismatch 
at the receiver position. And I will add on that at quarterback, when she does plant her feet and takes the time to to plant and throw, her throwing motion is very clean and she can make a wide variety of throws. So the throws aren't the concern with her at quarterback. Simon, would you agree with that quarterback analysis? And then what else do you have to say about, you know, Cruz Cruz as a football player? Yeah, I mean, look, I know, I know I went at her kind of, um, you know, from her quarterback spot. And she does play a lot of quarterback, just throwing that out there. Uh, lefty, by the way, which is interesting. But, man, is she dynamic. I mean, look, half the time, I, if I'm a coach, you know, if, if something's just not going right, I'm just going to be like, hey, Leah, just do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, here's here's the playbook. You know, here's your calls. Let's go hurry up and let's get this thing going. Let me handle the defense and, you know, let me get you some stops here so you could just get the ball in your hands. Because when the ball is in her hands, she makes it happen, you know. Uh, I'd probably say a good seven to eight out of ten times. Um, you know, those are the chances that she's going to make a highlight big time play you know she's just electrifying you know we brought you brought up her athleticism that's fantastic i'd have to agree with there uh in my opinion her ability to just accelerate and then decelerate and just stop and go on the dime and you know maintain that speed is elite (laughs) you know it, it really is like you don't see that a lot and look we praise Devin a lot for you know being a fantastic improviser that's cool but in my opinion I think Leah's probably a little bit of a better improviser for different reasons reactionary wise like she's just gonna make it happen even when the defense is closing in on her which by the way if she's out in open field you need to close in on her because I don't think you'd like to bet on a one-on-one situation because she will break it um you know she's dangerous just straight up she's just dangerous out there she reminds me a lot of an odell beckham uh, when she plays and <laughs> ironically it kind of shows i i see here that uh, uh she represented the new york giants or she played on a team that had the giants name on um on the on there i want to say and uh, just in general she's been actually around uh flag football for quite a bit you know just looking through uh some of her instagram and you know some of the articles on uh on her she's been around for a minute and so you know if you've been following girls football at all this isn't a name that should be this isn't a name that you know should be a surprise or anything like that i would say this is a name that you know you probably heard of before if not saw some of her highlights before because she has a ton of fantastic highlights and she's just electrifying you know um like i said i'd like to see her at receiver i think she could be so much really good there but you know if i'm a college out here trying to grow my flag football program i look at leah i'm like hey you know you could either play quarterback or a receiver for us. I mean, I guess it depends the situation. But, I mean, if it's a sitch where, you know, you have Haley Stanton or Devin Silvestri at quarterback, then shoot, you know, have Leah play receiver. Either way, have her on your team, right? And that alone is going to attract a lot of exposure and fans to your program. And so as of right now, I'm kind of talking to the coaches, but you got to recruit this girl. Do what you gotta do to get her to your school because she's gonna be box office. She's gonna make all these crazy one-handed catches. She's gonna probably juke a million people out. She has fantastic footwork too, and so you know she has a good arsenal of things and you know uh, of elusive moves uh, there. And so you know she's just gonna make it happen. And she's somebody that you know 
can be a a program builder. I kind of talked about Devin Silvestri, you know. I talked about her uh, last episode that was, and I said that she is somebody who will attract recruits to your program because she is so good. Lee is the same thing. In an ideal world, or actually in a world where me and Cody are scouting, or me in the Playmakers Corner, because there's technically five of us, I guess, if you really want to get specific there. Uh, if we were, you know, coaching a college flag football team, college girls flag football team, Devin Silvestri and Leah Cruz would be 1A and 1B right at the top of our recruiting list. I'd probably put Devin Silvestri first because she is a quarterback and, you know, she's a fantastic defensive player as well. And so I, she has the edge over Leah. But Leah, as an offensive weapon, is somebody that you need to have on your team. Or she's going to make it happen against your team from another squad. And that's you're just going to have to live with that. I'm just going to be honest. You're just going to have to live with that bite that bullet and then you're gonna be known as a team that you know didn't work as hard for leah cruz and that's it is what it is at that point and you best have a squad or somebody that could guard her because as of right now i haven't seen any corners in the country um at, at least you know on this level that could guard leah cruz like that you know and even even if there are some good corners that like just watching her highlight reel there are some good corners covering her and they don't play bad defense but you know she's gonna make a play either way and you know playmakers and stars they do that even when you got him when you think you got him checkmated and all that they go and make it happen and all you could do is just watch and that's it that's football that's what happens when you got a star and so i'm gonna say it right here you know you got to recruit Leah Cruz here. She has to be at the top of your list. Really, there should maybe be two or three other people at your list above her. Maybe. But for most schools out here, she should be number one. Cody, what do you think about that? Yeah. Talking outlook, Leah Cruz is going to change program. And she's going to change the face of football. I think that she has that potential. And, you know, I am excited to see what she does on a full on a full field because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that it's just a little bit reduced for five on five yes you know as as most you know smaller teams go and with a full field even with more people i think that's a disadvantage for the defense to have two more defenders but another square 20 yards on the field like even in a in a in the red zone it's a disadvantage because she uses the whole field. She is fast enough to literally zigzag the entire field and like back and forth, back and forth, like run a full gasser basically in less than 10 seconds. Like she's just that quick on her feet and she just has that good of footwork and is just that electric. So her with more field is, is I can't even imagine it. You know, it's unimaginable because of just how good she is already. And you know, I think that if you're one of these, if you're one of these other schools that, you know, if you lose out on the Haley Stanton sweepstakes, if you lose out on the Devon sweepstakes, if you lose out on, you know, you've already lost out on the Kenzie Murdoch sweepstakes and yada, yada, yada. You have to throw everything you have to get Leah Cruz if you want to remain relevant in these NAIA tournaments. Otherwise, you will be left in the dust for the rest for the next four years. For the next four years, you will be left in the dust. Yeah, that's facts. And, and, and you will not be able to compete. 
<laughs> like, well, well, you you might be able to compete without Leah, but I mean, if another team has I'm, her, I'm saying I'm saying if you lose out on all the other players, though, I, if you oh, lose okay, out on these okay. great prospects of this class, and if you lose out on the great prospects of of the next class, then you need Leah Cruz to be able to keep up with the firepower that those teams are going to have. Yeah, for sure, and I think you could agree with this. You know, we've talked about a couple, you know, fantastic girls here who are great football players and all that. But Leah's a game changer. You know, you see what she does. You watch her highlight reels. You watch her film and all that. She's probably somebody who could carry an offense. You might not even need the best receivers out there. Low key, just recruit from the volleyball team. Have a bunch of tall receivers. And then just let her do whatever she needs to do. Low key, in my opinion, she's a lot. She plays a lot like Johnny Manziel. Which is which is bad. Okay, college Johnny Mansell now, you know. Um, but college Johnny Mansell beat Bama, I want to say twice, and one of those times was in Tuscaloosa. Which when was the last time a quarterback did that? And actually, I could answer that. That's Chad Kelly, and you know, uh, check out the Chad Kelly episode if you haven't yet, because episode that one, one. <laughs> yeah, episode one of the Playmakers Corner, because that was really telling there. But either way, I think. You know, Leah Cruz, uh, just talent-wise, you got to get it. You got to find a way. And, you know, honestly, too, just looking at some of these football players, like, and just scrolling through her social media, she's all about football, man. Like, I I kind of wonder. It, okay, I feel like this might be a little out of pocket, but I kind of wonder how much school she's actually doing <laughs> because it seems like she's in a <laughs> new tournament every other month in another part of the country because a couple weeks ago she was in tampa i know a bit ago she was in dallas it looked like a bit ago she was at, uh at the mecca or mesquite i i might be getting that wrong but a bunch of our team full gorilla dogs and boys uh went over there to compete shout out to Braden dorman and all of them oh and justice nicholson um but she's been traveling a lot and then also like just looking up because i'm making this cover for this episode right now she has pictures of her playing flag football and she looks like a like a five-year-old in some of these and she probably has the most football experience out of a lot of players in the country just gonna be honest there and then you pair that with the talent you pair that also you gotta throw this out there with the swagger you know, like just watching that highlight reel at all, you can't tell me that she doesn't have swagger now. Like, you can't tell me that she's like a Deion Sanders like type of player um, because she's about it. She's box office, and you know, I mean, sure, you got players who are like, like Kawhi Leonard, right? They'll do their thing, and then, you know, they'll <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll do their thing. Yeah, they'll do their thing, but they ain't nobody really gonna come and get entertained by Kawhi Leonard. On the other hand, though, you got LaMelo Ball, though, and people go get entertained by LaMelo Ball. And so that's kind of the difference there. You know, you want to talk about talent and whatnot, but also, you know, just, you know, having swagger and being somebody that's like a genuinely kind of cool person to have around on campus and for people to look at and be the face of your program goes a long way, especially recruiting, too, I would say as well. So just throwing all that out there. She's a fantastic player. It's not just hype, you know. Just I, I know how some people could look at her one highlight and be like, "Oh, it's one play, so she's she got lucky, and it doesn't like you know it doesn't actually mean anything." But like, there's a lot of plays like that on her film. Cody, I mean, you know, you could vouch for me, right? We'll probably link the film and whatnot. But like, I don't think there was really any time 
and either of her highlight reels, which were about 10, 15 minutes long, where I was bored. No, I was not bored the entire time. Which is rare. It, it was it was electrifying. Yeah. The, the whole time, rare. you know, there's there's no boring plays. And she extends she extends plays for a long time. So, you know, your, your average football play is really not that long. But there are some plays that are like eight seconds long because she's just making something happen for that long. Yes. So. Yeah. So altogether, shoot. If there's a universe where you could get Devin Silvestri, Leah Cruz together, I think that's a universe where you win at least four national championships. That'll wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Remember, if you want to request a player, uh, make sure you leave their name, what position they play, what high school they're from, and then their highlight reel. Please leave their highlight reel. And at least have, I, I want to say, two to three minutes. I think I've been saying three minutes a lot lately, so we'll roll with that. Have a good three minutes of, you know, highlights or film on there uh, for us to look at just so that we can make the proper breakdowns and whatnot. And then, you know, be on the lookout for interviews here with um, David Silvestri and hopefully all four of these players sometime. We'd love to have all four of them onto the podcast. Not Probably not at the same time, but at some time, for sure. All right? Uh, and then make sure to show us some love on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as well. Make sure you follow our YouTube channel. Um, you know, throw us a subscribe. We're going to be producing a lot more videos as the summer comes up. And if you are listening to us on a major streaming platform, which I got to assume you are, go ahead and leave us a good rating. We appreciate it. You know, Make sure to follow and subscribe us so that you know when new episodes come out. That's true. Also, you know, maybe sometime soon here we could start reading some of these uh, some of these great reviews we've had because we do have some good ones for sure. And we want to shout out the fans per usual. But, you know, thank you for rocking with us. I've been your co-host, Simon Villanos. And I've been your other co-host, Cody Stoffer. And in two weeks' time, <laughs> in two weeks time be on the lookout for another live episode.